0: Brandon Lewis here. I am sorry to have abandoned you the last couple of weeks. I went on vacation and knew I couldn't do the Big Seven, thought I would be able to do it from the beach house. Turns out we were leaving and get back, and uh, we've been trying to get into our new home here where I'm sitting on the back porch because inside sounds like I'd be speaking to you in a cave. Uh, (laughs) We've been trying to get into this place uh, for 18 months. We're almost two years behind schedule. Not two years, one year behind schedule. So we're doing this uh, impromptu. Jason is helping me out from Clark Range, Tennessee. And if at any moment uh, somebody should lumber into the background, uh, it would probably be Ken Ojala, who does masonry work in the Chattanooga, Tennessee area, who I highly recommend. Uh, Our contractor is way, way behind schedule. And so this has been a frustrating ordeal, but we are almost uh, going to cross the finish line. So keep the faith. Big news with the 10 Con Big 7 update. I'm going to get right into it. Roe versus Wade has been overturned by the Supreme Court, and that's all well and good. But what does it mean for Tennessee? And the big thing that it really means and what you need to know, and we'll be bringing you more coverage um, about this as it becomes available, is the fact that the Human Life Protection Act passed in 2019 and essentially what it does is it criminalizes uh, anyone attempting to perform or performing an abortion except in extreme cases where the health of the mother is involved uh, for permanent bodily injury and so we will be giving you updates on that presently that law makes it a class C felony uh, to perform an abortion, and we are glad because the Tennessee Conservative is a huge supporter of right-to-life issues, and the law uh, would go into effect 30 days following the Supreme Court's decision. So we'll see how it goes. Next story, Curico disenfranchises constituents by abandoning legislative posts to become lobbyists. Now this a lot of this goes on. The biggest issue that we have with corruption up in Nashville is this. Um, We have huge left-leaning corporations that employ these lobbyists continually and constantly to lobby legislators against your best interest. You can follow that story right now. Jason is posting it. It's on our website, TennesseeConservativeNews.com. Go there and get our newsletter for free if you don't get it already. And then these people use uh, running for office as a stepping stone to make more money instead of going up there and conservatively voting. And Mr. Curaco had some pretty bad votes this past session, uh, left-leaning. We've got the Rhino Report finally coming out next week. Would have been out earlier had I not been on vacation and if we had not had the issues here at the old new home place. Uh, Here's the story about Curaco. Less than six months prior to elections, Republican Representative Michael Curaco resigned his post. Less than six months to election. Resigned his post in favor of a new position as a lobbyist. Wow. Good job representing your constituents. Good job living up to your campaign promises. Donating the majority of the funds left in his campaign finance account to his own PAC. Leaving constituents without an elected representative in the position until the November elections. Good job. Way to represent your constituents. I'm sure everybody in his district just really loves this. This is a terrible move. According to the state's online campaign finance uh, website, Curco reported campaign contributions in his account uh, totaling seventy-four thousand and change the first quarter of this year. The report said Curco donated fifty-seven seven zero eight eighty to the balance of his M.G. whatever pack in his former district of Dixon on March thirty-first, twenty twenty-two. So if y'all gave uh, Scott some money to represent you, then you know, you probably picked the wrong horse to bet on as far as representing you as a constituent. The PAC is short for the Michael G. Curaco Political Action Committee, and those PACs are another issue. Most of your elected representatives get up there, and they get addicted to PAC welfare, and they quit raising money back in their districts. So when issues come up about illegal immigration, Uh, Issues come up about medical freedom, educational reform. All their money comes from these left-leaning corporate PACs. You can look at them. We're going to start reporting on this in greater detail, and that's what we've got here. Do leave your comments about what you think about these things in the comments section. I'd love to know that I'm coming through loud and clear. Around March 17th, Curaco announced he would not be seeking re-election via social media statement that's now deleted on his state rep accounts. Uh, Tennessee law requires that legislators in the General Assembly wait at least one year before they can start lobbying legislators uh, or the governor's administration. But Curaco fast-tracked his movement to those activities by leaving his legislative uh, post early to become an equity partner in the Talbert Government Relations lobbying firm that has been lobbying the Tennessee General Assembly in some capacity since 2005. And we know that lobbyists and all of these left-leaning corporations, they lobby um, and spend about $450,000 per representative just on lobbying up there. And so when all the money comes from left-leaning sides and you wonder why we can't get good conservative leadership out of Nashville, uh, it's a corrupting influence. Uh, his departure from his post left the burden of choosing an interim replacement for his post to the Dixon County Commission, not the voters that he was supposed to represent, effectively switching the seat from an elected position to a non-elected position. you got to love it when you can't pick your... Elected officials. The commission voted on Monday night to appoint Brian Reagan, a former law partner at Reynolds Potter Reagan VanderVert plc, uh, with an 11 to 1 vote. Next story TVA live streams drag queen performance during honor of Pride Month. You know what TVA probably should do instead of streaming drag queen shows is figure out how to get enough power uh, to power the homes in the Tennessee Valley. Uh, so that we don't have to be told to turn our thermostats up, down, or sideways while they also simultaneously push a bunch of electric vehicles on us. Here we go. Tennessee Valley Authority, in keeping with their pride wish, for everyone to celebrate their authentic selves, they ought to just change it to everyone should celebrate who, how, and why they have sexual intercourse. because that's all this stuff is. Why in the world this has somehow crept into society as something that uh, everyone should celebrate how you want to do the thing you do? is beyond me during the month of june it streamed two drag queens for an hour during the workday wednesday uh to our source now if they had streamed a religious service if they had streamed somebody singing an old hymn if they had streamed a uh a pastor oh boy the the tennessee media left-leaning tennessee media we are the only media source in the entire state that focuses exclusively on Tennessee from a conservative perspective. We were outnumbered 100 to 1 or more. Uh, they'd be all over it, but this stuff is okay. Lindsay Schackenberger, an ally and senior consultant in financial services, headed up the event, which was featured, one of the drag queens dressed up as the devil. Well, at least there's truth in advertising. A website devoted to the teaching children about transgenderism through Gender Unicorn was also promoted in a live chat, you definitely need to teach your kids about sexual proclivities and confusion. Sneckenberger, I can think of no one with a better name to do this stuff, who is listed as a diversity and inclusion advocate and champion on LinkedIn, and whose responsibilities include building relationships with colleges and universities to attract and develop business professionals, helped host an LGBTQ student summit last year on behalf of TVA. In a joint-sponsored event with Blue Cross Blue Shield of Tennessee, the Student Summit was a two-day virtual gathering of, of gay students and allies at colleges and universities across the Tennessee Valley designated to provide students the opportunity to learn about different companies, network, peers, professionals, and gain insight on bringing their authentic self to work. You don't bring your authentic self to work. You know which self you bring to work? The, the self that gets some crap done. That used to be what work was about. Now it's about bring, bring the, the, the part of you to work that normally we, we don't even talk about. Thank you, Becky, says thank you for keeping us informed. Uh, I appreciate you, Becky. I'm glad you're here. On with the story. TVA created an employee support group in 2015 called Spectrum for Gay and Transition Transgender Employees and Those Who Wish to Support Them that focuses on increasing visibility and education about these issues and since 2021 tva has been increasing the focus on inclusion across the organization and so forth you get the picture we can't keep your homes with electricity we're going to tell you not to turn your thermostat up but buddy we got all kinds of times energy and resources for doing this great work tva next story tennessee house leadership urges lee to block health department from distributing promoting and recommending covid vaccines for kids under five And this is another one of those issues that that has everything to do with the fact that all of these people have taken thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars from the medical establishment and and their lobbyists are up there constantly. These left-leaning medical corporations run Nashville. They are probably the biggest influence groups. If you want to know why your kids are getting pumped full of products that are dangerous to them probably and that are not necessary, it's because of the money. On Wednesday, Speaker Cameron Sexton, Majority Leader, William Lambert and Republican Caucus Chair Jeremy Faison signed their names to a letter pinned by Representative Jason Zachary, urging Lee to block the Tennessee Department of Health from distributing, promoting, uh, et cetera, COVID vaccines for kids under five years of age. The letter states we are facing uh, troubling directives from the federal government that require unwavering conservative leadership on behalf of our most vulnerable Tennesseans. Well, if that's the case, if we, are really, if we really need unwavering conservative leadership, you can't be sending a letter to Governor Lee. You might as well put that thing in the trash can because he's done nothing but waiver during all of this. Representative Zachary says, we are about listening to the, ex- the experts and following the science. Some of the most prominent physicians and scientists in our countries are saying, hey, we need to take a step back. If a parent uh, wants to make this decision, it's their choice. We're not saying... No one can get it. We're simply saying that the state is not going to participate in it or take part in it because there are way too many unanswered questions. Governor Lee has acknowledged that he has received the letter but has made no statement as to whether or not he intends to act. He probably had to call some kind of medical corporation and get permission to speak. In the same statement, Health Department spokesman uh, Bill Chambers reminded that anyone six months of age and older can receive a vaccine. Great. Hey, if you appreciate what we do, as Tennessee's only conservative news outlet 100% focused on our state, please go to tennesseeconservativenews.com support, and when you do, we will send you two bumper stickers. I cannot show them to you now because I did not bring them up here because all of our stuff is in boxes and in between houses, but if I could have brought them to you, one of them says, do not California my Tennessee, and the other one says, proud Tennessee conservative, and if you give $50 or more and we need it, tennesseeconservativenews.com support. We will send you a proud Tennessee Conservative Tumblr, and you can use that to annoy your friends and relatives who are liberal and who lack the common sense to understand that the world has gone crazy. Becky says, uh, Bill Lee is a nice person, but not a strong conservative leader. I'd rather have a really awful person who was a good, strong, conservative leader because you know what? When we send people up to Nashville, we send them to do a job, not to drink a beer, not to be your buddy. I wish we had more people that were better at their jobs up there or who at least lived their campaign promises than we did somebody who's really nice and says all this stuff and then goes off and votes like a Democrat when the chips are down. Next story. Tennessee Attorney General disputes federal directive to withhold nutritional assistance. schools that don't adhere to new gender identity policy. So let me get this straight. We're living in a day and age where they will starve children who are poor if you don't let teenage boys go into the bathroom with teenage girls or go into locker rooms or compete against them for sports. That's what we're living in folks. Attorney General Herbert H. Slatery III uh, is leading a coalition of 26 state attorney generals calling on President Joe Biden To withdraw the U.S. Department of Agriculture's USDA new guidance on sexual discrimination in schools and programs that receive federal nutritional assistance is what they call the free lunch program. I'm sure they have other things that go along with it. The Attorney General says that guidance from the USDA imposes new and unlawful regulatory measures in state agencies and operates uh, receiving financial assistance from the USDA. On May 25th, the USDA's Food and Nutritional Services announced it would expand its interpretation of the prohibition on sex discrimination found in title uh, 4 or is that 6 that's a Roman numeral oh my gosh that's 4 title 4 to include discrimination based on sexual orientation and gender identity based on a flawed understanding of the Supreme Court's decision in Boxstock versus Clayton County a result Uh, The result from this is any state, local agency or program that receives federal funds through the Food and Nutrition Act and Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program administered by the USDA must comply with this unlawful application or lose federal funding. Later he said, it is yet another attempt by the executive branch and unelected regulators to do what Congress is constitutionally authorized to do, change the law. They intentionally misread the uh, Bostock decision to fit their social policy preferences and exclude the people and their elective representatives from the entire process. As Attorney Generals, we cannot just sit on the sidelines, and we will not. Hey, if you've not gotten your tickets yet to the Tennessee Freedom Summit, boy, you need to do it. I see those things trickling in every week. We're going to have a great crowd. We've got fantastic speakers. Go to TennesseeFreedomSummit.com, get your tickets before we run out. We've got great speakers. like. Gary Humble, Tory Venable. Uh, we've got great speakers like Janice Bowling. Uh, we have also Dennis Powers. And who else do we have? We have Tennessee Anchorman Alex Abernathy is going to be there. I will be there. Some of the uh, biggest and best organizational leaders, conservatives that really are in the know who are fighting to make sure Tennessee remains free will be there. If you're not there, you're nowhere. You need to be there. So TennesseeFreedomSummit.com. Go there, get your tickets. A, hey, if you're feeling particularly, um, you know, uh, what would I say? If you're if you're feeling particularly generous, sign up as a sponsor, a patron, a table host. We need your help. People wonder why aren't there more conservative media outlets? Well, it's very simple. Only about 3.8 percent of people who subscribe to our publication think it's worth donating to. And they say sometimes that conservatives give conservatively and liberals give liberally, and that's when we have a liberal media. So please be the exception. If you are in that 96% that still hasn't uh, given, still hasn't supported conservative media, then don't complain about the liberal media. Next story, Tennessee voters to decide if right to work becomes part of state constitution. This November 8th, Tennessee voters will get to decide whether to add right to work as a permanent component of the state constitution, set to appear on the statewide ballot in November, Amendment 1 would enshrine Tennessee uh, current right-to-work law into the state constitution. The state's right-to-work law, which has been in uh, place since 1947, allows workers across the state to elect whether or not they would like to join a union. Without right-to-work laws, unions can require membership as a condition of employment. And it's kind of interesting. You know about like Ford Motor Company? When push came to shove and Tennessee legislators uh, could have told them for giving them uh, billions of dollars that you can't be a union shop, they said, oh, no, that's not a good deal. And all the the lawmakers said, oh, 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 our conservative convictions, we, we don't, okay, we'll fold, we'll flop on those. And as soon as they started trying to give people medical freedom, Ford said, no, we don't want people to have medical freedom as it relates to masking. All that conservative conviction, again, just wavered in the wind and fell over because, buddy, it's all about the money. The Yes on uh, One committee chaired by Governor Lee claims that President Joe Biden, Vice President Kamala Harris, and the Democrat leaders in the U.S. Congress want to ban right-to-work so they can force people to pay union dues uh, that go to get themselves reelected. Critics, however, claim that such statements are incorrect. Uh, Alyssa Hansen of Tennessee's uh, AFL-CIO Labor Council says that the language used in the Yes One campaign is fear-mongering and that changing the state constitution only serves big business and corporate interest and does nothing to help working families in Tennessee's 95 counties. It's probably going to get passed because it, it... You know what? Let me read this again. She says that yes on one campaign is fear-mongering. I don't agree with that. She says that changing the state's constitution only serves big business and corporate interest. Well, if Lee's behind it, and if we're getting pushed for it, chances are big corporate interests are the ones behind it, but I still think it's to everyone else's benefit. The problem is often those are in conflict, so I can guarantee you. If Bill Lee is pushing for it, yeah, big big corporate interests have, have lined a bunch of pockets with lobbying and campaign contributions. That's how it goes. However, a poll conducted by the Yes on One campaign conducted earlier this year that shows 64% of voters are in favor of the amendment As Representative Chris Todd explained, the goal is to show potential businesses coming to the state that right-to-work laws will remain on the books despite federal pressure. Next story. State-funded re-entry office aligns with new equity movement favoring gay population. You can't get away from this stuff. Oh, how do you have sex? Well, let's do something special for you. Here we go. A year-old state office created by Governor Bill Lee to address recidivism rates in Tennessee is aligning itself with a new equity movement that says gay and transgender people need more resources than other formerly incarcerated individuals in order for them to successfully reenter society. The Tennessee Office of Reentry thanked Miss Isaac from Vanderbilt University for including them in part of a study on reentry efforts for formerly incarcerated members of the gay population in Tennessee that were open and willing to learn how to better support justice-involved Gay individuals, including learning more about these individuals' needs and terminology specific to them, everybody when you want to do something that is nonconforming to societal norms, everybody else should figure out how to to adjust to that. It used to be like if, if you did something that was nonconforming like you just kind of didn't expect everybody in the world to change themselves for you, but we've become a very self-centered society and uh, everything is about uh, the collective changing for the individual does not make any sense, and we only do it on these left-leaning issues. We never do it on the liberty and the freedom issues. Isaac says that gay people face unique challenges. Re-entering society after incarceration and re-entry programs often lack the adequate resources to address their needs. Nashville could commission a $200,000 study on Titan's study and lease obligations. Well, while we're giving away a bunch of money, let's give away some more money so we can study giving away more money. Nashville will consider spending $200,000 on a stadium study to evaluate the Tennessee Titan claims that the city would owe $1.83 billion under the terms of the team's current lease if Nissan Stadium in Nashville was renovated instead of having a new stadium estimated at $2.2 billion built. Council member Sean Parker published a study on a project that is expected to include $1.5 billion in public funding corporate welfare, which the Tennessee legislature voted for, and Bill Lee voted for. We love corporate welfare. Take money away from conservative small business owners and taxpayers, give it to big, huge, woke, wealthy companies. Happens every day. Titan CEO Burt Nahil said that he prepared the one point eight billion renovation estimate quote as an objective way as possible. Yeah, I'm sure. And you're trying to fleece the taxpayers, it's gonna be real objective. As an objective way, figuring in $945 million for near-term stadium renovations and $894 million for maintenance and upgrades between 2026 and 2039 if the Titans were to use their option to renew this, the lease. Economist J.C. Bradbury believes that the city should challenge the first class stipulation of the Titans are using to arrive at their estimates of the obligation in the Titans' current lease. Sorry, it is a little noisy down here. I don't know what's going on again it was either it could be noisy out here maybe or it could be definitely echoey in there Bradbury said that municipal leaders could clearly push back on this and win in court funding for a new dome stadium would include 500 million from the state of Tennessee coming out of your pocket along with Nashville's portion of the taxes for sales at the stadium and half the taxes on the 130 acres it's a lot it's a lot folks What are we doing here in Tennessee? It's crazy town. Everybody thinks that we live in uh, Tennessee. They think, oh, what a conservative state. What a conservative state. We've got conservative primary voters. We've got Rhino leaders, and we've got left-leaning corporate interests that fund them. And that is what I have discovered in running this publication. I wish if I had found something different, I could tell you. But on the whole, this is the takeaway observation. And if you want to stop things like this, and if you don't want to see it go forward, you can't continue to sit on your hands, and you can't continue to sit on your wallets. If you do, don't complain when Tennessee turns into Georgia. Don't complain that we don't have any conservative media outlets, and don't complain when we can't elect real conservatives, because conservatives have to quit complaining, get off the couch, and put their time and money where their mouth is. Go to TennesseeFreedomSummit.com, get your tickets. Come see me shake my hand. I'm a small man. You will be amazed. You will be amazed. I'm the world's smallest man. And you will have a good time meeting me. You will tower over me. Uh, uh, The law of averages says that that is factually accurate. And if you can't make it, do go to Tennessee Conservative. uh, Go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com. Hit that support button. We could use the help. Love you, mean it. Let me keep working on this stuff here at the New Hacienda, so we can finally move into this and not be in between two places. I will talk to you next week at the TenCon Big 7 Weekend Digest. Love you, mean it. Hope you have a great weekend. Take care.